Welcome to episode 26 of the Tice Talks. Today, Dr. Tice is talking about good ideas and bad ideas. We're going over chapter 12 of his book on positive replacement from raising God's kids in Sin City. And Pastor Matthew Tice is here with him today for our conversation. It's so good to have you with us, Matt. What a joy to be here. I'm, gl- I'm so glad I get to be part of podcast today. Thank you, Dad. Well, Thank I'm glad you, you're here for we- facilitating this. We are. We have the whole title of the of this chapter is positive replacement, and we've uh, we 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 will deal with positive replacement in the book. I encourage you to get the book, read that chapter. Uh, we don't want to just take uh, negative things away from our children. We want to replace them with positive things. When we talk about those things, there are some good ideas. Good uh, ideas. Uh, that that uh, that you can replace them with. There's also some bad ideas. And it reminds me of how we came to the idea of good idea, bad ideas. That's right. Years ago, there was a TV show on. I think you can still get it on DVD. Uh, par- pretty corrupt TV show. Or you can stream it uh, for those in the 21st generation th- that's, century. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So you, there's There was a show called Animaniacs. And in Animaniacs, they had... Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sisters. Yes, right. Who were let loose on the Warner Brothers movie lot and created havoc and interspersed throughout that amazing cartoon of shenanigans were good ideas and, and bad, bad ideas. ideas. So, uh, so uh, what, like, what can you give me us an example of what? Good idea is having breakfast served to you in bed. And a bad idea? Having tennis balls served to you in bed. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. Good ideas and bad ideas. Good ideas, bad ideas. So we're going to talk today about some good ideas when it comes to a positive replacement and then some bad ideas. And uh, I, I, didn't think, I couldn't think of anybody better to discuss this with when, than uh, Pastor Matt. I get the bad ideas. Okay. <laughs> so so one, of the, one of the major... Uh, problems that we have in our culture today is uh, is our public school system. Our mm. public school system is filled with false teaching. It's filled with bad um, bad uh, uh, role models. Uh, there's all sorts of negative things that we could talk about uh, public school. Now that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that um, that every teacher in a public school is wicked. In fact, I think it's a great mission field, but we determined years ago that we did not want you uh, or your brothers and sisters to be involved in uh, the public school system. We wanted to protect you from that. We all part of separation, keeping your minds pure until you got old enough to be able to be, uh, uh, to understand the problems there and, uh, and not be influenced by the problems. So uh, we decided that it was a good idea to have Christian education. And, um, and we wanted to make sure that you had a good, solid Christian education. Our church, uh, in our church, we have LBA, which we started like 21 years ago. And Liberty Baptist Academy is a Christian school. It's an alternative for parents uh, in the Christian school. So you had you have your children in the Christian school, is that right? Oh yeah, we love Liberty Baptist Academy. Okay. It's been one of the best decisions of our entire family to uh, have our kids be part of this school. Okay, so so it's a great idea to have your children in a Christian school, getting a Christian education. But 
tell me some bad ideas. Let's talk about bad ideas. Well, as we talk about the approach of good ideas, bad ideas, I think it's easy for us as Christians, as parents, to see the negative things that happen in a person's life. And one of the things you and mom were always so good about is uh, instituting these rules, these structures, these role models. And so when you talk about, so you're, you broach the topic of education, you can't look at a public school system. And many folks, at least during the, the recording of this, we're not even having public schools anymore. There is no school. We're doing distance learning, which is absolutely amazing that people have gone to a homeschool model around the entire country. <laughs> yes, when, when we were ring, raising you guys, it was, uh, it was uh, that's crazy. You can't do that. Yeah, and now this is what every everybody is saying we should be doing right now. Unless, anyways. So you can't just say, oh, there's a problem over at this local school. There's a problem over at this local school. I'm not going to educate my child. Um, my brother Josh would remind us that you want your child to be educated. You want them to be functioning members of society because one day they are going to pick your nursing home. That's and you <laughs> want to make sure that they have the skills and the The, the ability to pull the plug. Yeah, they're, these are the people that are making life decisions for you. So you want them to be educated, productive members of society. Uh, so you can't just say, well, we're not going to educate our children. But then you have to start looking and saying, okay, how am I going to, if... If I don't endorse what this public school system is, whether I'm in Tennessee or whether I'm in Texas or here in the state of Nevada, we are 50th in education. So what are the alternatives? How do I replace that? Or do I just throw up my hands and say, well, this is what's supposed to happen? And what I appreciate about what you and mom did is you always said, no, failure is not an option. This, is, this bad alternative is not our only option. We're going to find what is best. And the sacrifices you guys made you homeschooled us kindergarten. I was homeschooled kindergarten through 12th grade. And uh, I have a graduate degree, went through uh, college. Um, and I think three of, uh, two of my other siblings have graduate degrees. And so the idea of saying, okay, what are our options? Because we're not going to take this bad option. How are we going to replace it? And what's the sacrifice that's going to take to make that happen? And what is the investment that we're going to, to put into to make sure this positive replacement because it would have been easy we had a school literally 200 yards from our house growing up and it would have been so easy just to put us in a backpack and put our backpacks on and say go down the end of the street well you guys spent thousands of dollars um educating us which was your investment in positively replacing a negative situation so we had so we have the, the good idea of Christian education. Bad idea, though, in Christian education, and this happens all the time, saying, okay, uh, I'm going to send my kids to a Christian school, but, and so I'll just let them raise them. That's, oh. that's a, a bad idea, expecting the school to raise your kids. Yeah. Uh, we know people uh, uh, who said, my kids are in Christian schools, so that should be fine. But they didn't go to church. Mm. They didn't read their Bibles. So true. They didn't pray. They didn't. They didn't spend the time with their children. Yeah. Uh, so your kids are all in a Christian school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, do you have any involvement with them when it comes to their um, their growth spiritually and educationally? Well, it doesn't matter. You you are responsible for your kids. We will all stand before God for our kids, regardless if they're in public school, Christian school, or if they're homeschooled. 
So everyone is responsible for their children. And I think what you said is so true. Some folks can get to a place where they say, good idea, I'll put my kid in a Christian school. And they raise them for eight or nine hours a day. That's the bad idea. That's the bad. It's a good idea, Christian school. Good idea. Bad idea. Thinking that I'm no longer, I'm paying somebody to do my job. It's not the way it is. You'll stand before God for how your child was educated. A, a bad idea is, well, I'm in a homeschool because my kids need this, uh, this personal attention. But folks are on social media all day or they are um, not engaging what's happening with their kids in homeschool, but they're doing productive things like PE is sending the kids to run out on the slide or they're not educating their child. And that's a bad idea as well. Okay, so you got a good idea of homeschooling, but you got the bad idea, the kid's doing it himself. And that's just not going to happen. We had, and when we were homeschooling, we had a system. In fact, we chose specifically to use the ABECA homeschool system. That's not the only system that's out there. I think Bob Jones has a system. There's there's uh, American, what's what's the system that you were involved in, uh, um I honestly don't know if it's even in existence anymore, but we were part of the Advanced Training Institute. But we used a variety of curriculum. We used ATI was what it mm-hmm. was called. ATI. Yeah. yeah, we used Bob Jones, Becca, Saxon Math, Wall Builders was our history, all kinds of stuff. So you had a system so that w- w- at home, when you were at home, Crystal, there was, um, did you like get up at a certain time? Did you have lunch at a certain, What did? What, how did that work for you? Well, it, it, it depended on the week. Honestly, one of the reasons, there were many reasons my parents homeschooled. One of them was because my dad had his own business, and so we were able to travel with him a lot and do a lot of experiential learning. So we would do a lot of learning on the road. So when we were home, there was a, a, a schedule and a program, but it wasn't always the same all the time. So that gave us a lot of flexibility uh, to be able to do stuff with uh, with my dad as well. Did you Did you educate yourself, or did you actually have parental involvement? Some people will probably think I educated myself. <laughs> However, um, any failures would be would be my my own fault, as my parents were very involved in my education. Okay. Um, but there were some subjects where, obviously, you know, my parents were not. They didn't have a degree in that issue, or maybe the science project was beyond them. So we had co-ops as well that we were part of, where other parents that had that life experience, or even sometimes teachers that had that experience, would come in and teach us in those areas. Okay, so and that would be the same with you, Matt. You had you you were homeschooled, but there was a lot of parental involvement in that. It wasn't just you on your own. In fact, when you were, I would on your say own, there was a lot of maternal involvement. <laughs> That's I true. I would say mom invested a great deal. <laughs> that, that would be absolutely true. That would be absolutely true. So um, I was bringing home the bacon. <laughs> so, Thank you. Okay, so so, uh, so the idea, the, the good idea is homeschooling here. The bad idea is being a do-it-yourself kid. You cannot say, all right, and I've watched this. I've watched this. We've done this for 40 years. We've watched uh, parents say, oh, I'm just going to take my kids home, and we're going to have homeschool, but they, they're not involved with the education. They're not involved. They're not teaching. They're not doing anything. And can I just say those are the homeschool kids that give the rest of us a bad name? Like, if you choose to take your kids home and then do nothing with them, that makes the rest of us look terrible. Home, homeschool, <laughs> homeschooling is a discipline, and my wife 
was the disciplinarian in that, and uh, I was only there to be the the backup. And I would interject that you can find that in every single instance. So in homeschool, you can find some folks. Just watch the National Spelling Bee and see how many of those kids are homeschooled, okay? But at the same place, you can find the people who were in their pajamas all day and their idea of homeschool was going out and chasing squirrels. Yes. So in yes. the same thing could be true of Christian schools. Bad idea. Yeah. yeah. So you have people who are educating, they're trying to help and develop, and the same thing would be true of uh, public schools. We just had a doctor at church on Sunday uh, who was public schooled throughout his high school education. He loves the Lord. His wife loves the Lord. Grew up in our youth group. His parents decided public education was the best thing for him. And uh, But he loves the Lord. He's active, involved in his church down in Florida. He's 27 years old. Got a great life path ahead of him. So it's not like, well, I picked this one thing, and this is the solution for all of my issues. I think there's an, there, there is a parental responsibility that is incumbent upon every single life decision there. So important, so important. If you're going to replace a negative with a positive, make sure you're involved with the positive. Yeah, it's, okay. it's your kid. So, okay, let me give you a third good idea, bad idea. Good idea. Get rid of network TV. Get rid of it all. Fox, <laughs> NBC, ABC, CBS. Yeah, they don't know anything. See ya, suckers. That's, that's it. <laughs> Your trash and filth will no longer be part of our house. That's right. Bad idea. Amazon Prime is free. Let, with, let your kids have can, free access to your streaming. I got my Netflix account, and it's only $8 a month. Actually, I used my parents' password, and it's it's okay. And My Disney Plus. So the good idea is get rid of network TV. Yeah. The bad idea. It's allowing your kids free access. I've. It amazes me. Parents will say, they'll say, oh, no, we don't watch any of that stuff. As if they're noble. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And we they, love God, so we don't. We don't even have a television. Yes, we have. We have a, a streaming service, and it's got Pure Flix on it. Yeah, and Amazon Prime, and, Am and Netflix, and my right. Disney Plus, all that great stuff. There's some filth on the on, yeah. on Netflix. It's amazing. Or 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 Amazon Prime, bad mm -hmm. stuff on there. And so the point is, if you. You're not holy if you get rid of this certain package, or we don't have cable. It's like Noble. We don't have cable anymore. Yes. But we have four different streaming services. The or even, is, even today with an antenna, with all the digital stuff, you can get all sorts of crummy channels off the air. Yeah, the point is, there's not. it's a good idea. Okay, you got rid of network TV. That's great. But it's, you're not more Noble if you have an Amazon Prime or a Netflix account or a, a subscription service. The point is, again, you have to be the positive replacement. So you need to know the content. Good Things that have been traditionally okay, things where you look at a Disney channel and you say, oh, this Disney channel is going to be awesome. This is a great show if it's on Disney, or I can put it on Nickelodeon for the next 20 minutes and it's okay. It's, it's not good. And so things that we traditionally would say, oh, it's okay, this is viewer-friendly, or it's G, or it's rated PG, I think it's important that we are aware of the content that our children are watching. The idea of uh, same-sex attraction is being introduced for uh, shows that are geared for 10, 11, 12-year-old, tweenagers. It, that idea of say, the Disney Channel had headlines because there was a character, 12 years old, that may be 
bisexual exploring his sexual identity. This is bonkers stuff. And so just because you're giving something up, if it's on Disney, if you have Disney Plus, and I have Disney Plus, they have shorts on there that are uh, by Pixar talking about uh, same-sex attraction and the LGBTQ plus uh, agenda. And if these are not values that you ascribe to biblically, you better be monitoring what is happening. And it's nothing wrong with going through and seeing what was the recent watches? What were the recent searches? What has been viewed on these accounts? I think that's so important. I, I remember as you guys were growing up, I would say, look, if it says PG, that means parental guidance. Mm-hmm. And you got the filthy, horrible Hollywood industry saying this, you should be, you should be guiding your children through this, and yet you, you, you let your children sit there and watch something where it says they need parental guidance. Mm-hmm. If the world thinks that they need parental guidance, then you better, you better be guiding your children through this. Yeah, My parents' philosophy was if it isn't Little House on the Prairie, then it is PG. It requires parental guidance. So we would go through. If we were sitting down to watch a movie as a family, it could be a one-and-a-half-hour on, one movie. It would take us two-and-a-half to three hours because anytime anything would happen in the movie that was not biblical. And by the way, we did not have cable, and this was before streaming. We, had, we watched very little television. But the, what we did watch, Dad would pause it. Anytime anything happened <laughs> that was not biblically correct, and he would explain this is why, and this is why we don't believe that. And at the time, it was highly frustrating as a child because we just wanted to watch yes, the movie. Right. But now I appreciate that, you know, very direct guidance in my young life. And so there is a, there is opportunity to enjoy and enjoy entertainment, but point out the bad, replace that which is bad, and, and just say, well, we've got rid of cable. That might be a good idea, or we got rid of networking. That might be a good idea, but the positive replacement is, well, we have this. No, the positive replacement is the parents are involved. Hey, let me mention this, too, just as a practical, um, a, as a practical idea. There are great um, video filtering systems mm-hmm. today that we didn't have years ago. Uh, so you don't have to pause it every five minutes that's anymore. Exa- <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly right. I can remember how I think it was back in the 90s when a Christian father who wanted to watch action movies with his children but didn't want them to hear the filthy language in the in the video, he created TVG, a TV Guardian. And I remember we got one of the first 100s, uh, 100 of them mm-hmm. that, that was produced, and we were able to actually watch Air Force One uh, and loved it because there was no cussing, any, any of that. And there, It would mute the television and then in the captions provide an alternative. Yes. It was literally what you're talking about right here, positive replacement. Yes, that was great. And then uh, since then... Uh, clear play came out, and there 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 was clear cut videos who would you could go and get a DVD or a video, and they would they would edit them for you, and then that became illegal. But, but probably the best one today is VidAngel, and now we have VidAngel, VidAngel, and Clear Play. Both are are you can use them in streaming, or you can use them in DVDs if you're still using DVDs. Yeah. Uh, and you link your Amazon Prime or your Netflix account to a VidAngel account when you link it, you can stream television shows without profanity, without immorality, and uh, it, the service is about eight or ten bucks a month. And it's a, it's a worthwhile investment. Uh, to me, it's worthwhile because I enjoy being entertained. Well, <laughs> so, and I, and I, don't, I don't necessarily want to watch everything in black and white. So, or in calico dresses. Okay, let me give you another one. Uh, 
Good idea, guarding your children's social interaction. That's a good idea. We talk about that in the book. Bad idea, no friends, no church, and no fellowship. Oh, that's so good. Because we can get to a place where we think we are the answers for everything. And God desires for our children to have community, to have friends, to be socially interactive with people. And so it's important that you know who your friends are or your children's friends are. And one of the things you did, and and I would suggest this as a practical tip, our house growing up was the place where people would hang out. We had basketball hoops. We had a pool. We had uh, Nintendo game systems where our friends were allowed to come to our house all the time. And, I mean, regularly on Friday nights and on uh, uh, Saturday nights, there were teenage boys all over your house. Or uh, uh, when the girls got older, there were teenage girls who were there often because you wanted to invest not only in your children, but allow them to have a place where we could hang out and have good social interaction. Okay, so that's, and and so that's so important. And we did that deliberately. We learned that as you guys were growing up, we wanted to make sure that there was again parental guidance, and so that and uh, we wanted to guard them. So we had them in church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. We had them in in Awana in youth activities and everything, but we were involved with those things. And, yeah, and let uh, them be part of their youth department. Yeah, have them. At every activity, have them at every soul-winning place. This is the place that you are partnering with, your child. <laughs> I had one parent who said, "Well, I'm not letting my kid. My kid was disobedient in school today, and and so I'm not allowing them to come to the youth activity." I thought, "No, don't use youth activities as uh, as a punishment. punishment. That that that's where your kids are going to get fed." get them there. Take away something else. Take away school. Uh, take away anything else, but don't take away their spiritual growth time. So um, uh, good idea, bad idea. Let me give you one more, and we're almost out of time. Good idea, protecting your children from social ills. Bad idea, never talking about social mm. ills. Yeah, you don't want your kid. By the way, I think this is such a strong point. Probably should have been the first one so we could spend the most time on it. But there, you have to, you guys did such a good job of protecting us. We were never involved with the social ills that are incumbent upon Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> but we were aware. Oh, yes. We knew about them. And we would talk about conversations. We would talk about relatives that were going through situations. We would talk about church matters where people were dealing with difficult situations. And it wasn't, whether it was homelessness, it wasn't scrubbed over, or whether it was alcoholism, whether it was drug addiction, divorce, homosexuality, uh, teen sex, premarital sex, none of those things were, uh, the kids are here. We talked about those things openly so that you could, I believe as the Bible does, because the Bible talks about some very lurid things. It talks about everything. I mean, it's it's It would be a pornography book if, if, uh, because it talks about, in fact, Hollywood has made movies out of Bible stories that are not good movies to watch. It, I still endorse the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of where this podcast goes, I stand with the book. But the point is, yeah, the Bible, it, it addresses things. And I think one of the responsibilities as parents is not just to guard them, but when you see a rainbow flag, 
why are they talking about a rainbow? And you can age appropriately discuss what that means for a seven-year-old versus a 13-year-old versus an 18-year-old. But no better person to instruct what these things mean and alcoholism, uh, homelessness, same-sex attraction, teen pregnancy. Those are conversations that should be uh, invested by a parent into their young person's life. Well, that's great. Thank you so much, Matt, for being with us uh, on our Good Idea, Bad Idea uh, podcast. I hope that this was a help to you. If you've got some other good idea, bad ideas you'd like to share with us, send them to us and maybe we can talk about them in a future broadcast. Crystal? For more ideas on positive replacement, be sure to pick up your copy of Raising God's Kids in Sin City at davidtice.com. For our next episode, Pastor Matt will return as we begin a two-part series on pursuing your spouse. So don't miss out on that. Okay, and again, I remind you that this is Tice Talks, and it's more than a conversation.